We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? I'm back from Paris. Ice is back from Australia. We're on the homeland together. <laughs> Feels great, Ice. Another episode of Dice It Up. Uh, we had to, to bring the the work uh, marriage couple back together. Um, you, I think you've been on with us before. You've definitely been on Spread the Floor, uh, presented by HerHoopsTats.com. But uh, Brendan Glasheen, play-by-play for... Is it play-by-play or... For the Connecticut Sun, I, am I am I getting that title correct? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you're good, man. Yeah. Nothing changed when you were in Paris. Everybody- <laughs> That's okay. right. I know. I it's it was really funny. I'm I'm watching uh, Brendan basically put me to sleep as I am watching this Connecticut Sun game at two thirty in the morning, <laughs> and uh, and yeah, I mean he's got probably got a suite named after you at Mohegan by now. Yes, no? Uh, no, not yet. Maybe the Fairfield, though, where we did the pods last year during the finals <laughs> yeah. when we were all bunched up on the couch and uh, oh, using one microphone great. and we're all spread out. I had a sleeping bag in the corner. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> they didn't even get me a room there because the finals, you know, that, that kind of week, you, you got to make room for important people. So, that yeah, was next time. That was probably bring... the last time I was on with you. Oh, yeah. Too long. That was so fun. I'll make sure to bring fruit snacks next time. If... <laughs> The Sun do make the finals this year. Who knows? Uh, I think I would have said absolutely not going into this season, but I was higher on them than most people. Uh, mm-hmm. But they're they're blowing my expectations out of the water. Um, mm-hmm. But before we get into that, I just want to uh, well let Ice just give a give a nice welcome to Brendan because I'm sure you miss him probably more than you miss me. <laughs> no, we're not going to compare. Cause that wouldn't be fair. Um, no, but honestly, you guys are like two of my favorite people that I've met in the past year through the W. So um, always good to see Brendan. I'm so glad that we still check in, communicate um, all that good stuff. We are actually friends now outside of our 
work relationship, which was fun, which I miss. Um, but I know you've been calling games. I know you're back at it. Um, you're getting forged by the fire, I've heard, over there in Connecticut now. Um, so I kind of want to get into it. Um, really, one of the reasons why we wanted to talk was just to get your thoughts on Connecticut Sun in the past couple of years to this year. Like, what is different? What's different about the culture? And obviously, we're going to start with their head coach and Stephanie White, um, who recently was just named WNBA Coach of the Month in the month of May finished with a four and one season. Um, and honestly, again, has a team that's full of vets like Connecticut was last year. And this year they return full of vets, adding Tiffany Hayes to that mix. So I'm going to talk about culture first, just what has been different about the culture that Stephanie White has brought in. Wow. Uh, loaded, loaded first question. I think Stephanie has come in and embraced the personnel. She, she constantly mentions like this is a, a veteran core that, is established. They've made runs to the finals. They've made deep playoff runs to conference finals. Um, so she, she knew coming in, she didn't want to disrupt that, that mm -hmm. flow and that chemistry and knew there were players and the core, I think most people know what we're talking about. Alyssa Thomas, Tawana Bonner and Brianna Jones, that trio in the front court that has been the mainstay of the organization now for almost a half decade, which is crazy mm -hmm. to think because DB was acquired back in the, in the bubble season. So this is year four for DB in Connecticut. Um, Stephanie has installed a new off talking basketball now has installed a new offensive system. It's more about, it's more free flowing, making the right read. It's not as uh, it's, it, there's a system to it, but it's not as pre-planned going mm -hmm. into a game. It, it allows playmakers like AT who likes to play on the run, play fast, make right reads for Dewana Bonner. It's, not being stagnant or, or kind of stuffed in the corner and just being a, a sniper DB catching the ball in the post uh, on the wing, driving to the basket. They're, they're getting to the free throw line a lot this year. Number one in the league in free throws mm. attempted free throws made, which is a number that they were kind of middle of the pack uh, last year. So that that's a big change. Their pace is not where they want it to be yet. They're taking care of the ball, which that, that to me has stunned me two weeks in. You'd think a team that plays with more pace and we, Ice, we talked about this a little bit last year, playing with pace, there will be turnovers because the game is moving faster. But they've done a pretty good job of taking care of the ball, which is sort of thinking to me is like, well, if they're taking care of it now, what's it going to look like when they're really comfortable? So from a culture standpoint, I think Stephanie hasn't really done much to sort of shake the feathers of that. She's yeah. embraced the people and now trying to install – it's come easy for her because it's a veteran group that just loves to play. They just love yeah. to play basketball. They're gamers. Yeah. Um, so they've embraced her. No question. That's a, uh, it's fun to hear your perspective when I watch from, from my side. Cause I'm like, this, this kind of works, uh, you know, without John Quell, I think there's a lot of questions, but mm -hmm. obviously Brianna Jones said a lot of those minutes, but to me, what's, what's been impressive is I feel like in a lot of these games, they, they faced adversity like multiple times. They had these, these spots of, of like five, six minutes field goal droughts and yeah. you're like, all right, here's the sun crumbling uh, new head coach uh, expect the other team to come back and, and maybe, maybe get a win, but uh, they find a way out of it. Um, so from a leadership standpoint, who do you see, uh, really taking a step up this year from last year and kind of cooling everybody down. And I hope, hope it's AT. 
Yeah, yeah no, AT's for sure. AT's smiling more than ever before. Ooh. Now, some of that is like uh, snarky sarcasm because she <laughs> didn't get an AM1 or didn't get a. She has that smile. Time. Yeah, she but has there, that smile. The, the, it's infectious joy that she's playing mm. with. Mm. Um, last year, it, all things considered, coming back from an injury, just trying to uh, get back into the flow of it. There was a year where JJ won MVP, no AT. Then last year, they're trying to get those two to, to gel. Um, and Kurt Miller had a tall task of trying to get all of that to work on the fly, not to mention bringing Courtney Williams back in this year. And even DB has said this numerous times. They're having a lot of fun just giving, being given that reign to make decisions um, when they have the ball. And, and Stephanie has said this, when AT has the ball, we feel really good about the decision she'll make and her turnovers are down. She just set the franchise record in assists last week, 16 assists against Minnesota had 10 in the first half. Natisha Heideman uh, as a ball handler just continues to grow, got stronger in the off season, finishing around the rim, had a couple and ones in that Minnesota game. Didn't shoot it well in that Dallas game Sunday, but had the task of guarding Arike Agumbawale for most of that game. And Atisha didn't come out of that game all that often. They brought in Ty Harris, who's given them a little lift shooting the ball too. But Atisha's defense held Arike to her worst offensive game to date this year. So we made sure to mention that because when you have a day, you shoot 0 for 7, 0 for 8. But guarding the other team's best player, yeah. you deserve a lot of love for, for being that floor general. But they just all come in. Their attitudes are... Everyone needed to change, I think. It's just been it's been a clean slate for everybody. We saw Brandy Poole yesterday uh, on Sunday too, assistant coach for Dallas. She's back in a place where she's familiar with being lives there in the offseason, does some Texas Tech uh, color uh, color analyst uh, work for the for that program. So everyone just seems rejuvenated. The core's still there, but they brought in a ton of new pieces. Beck Allen's been a lot of fun to, to get to know as well. Has embraced her role. Dijon A. Carrington's getting back in the mix here, back in the rotation. Has been saying they're all saying they're all the right things. So um, the pieces and 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 Dano, I want to I want to reference something you brought up. I, I thought the Sun kind of turned this corner. I think in the playoffs when they were down ten in Game Five to Chicago, and I don't I don't think many people saw that coming. How Chicago kind of crumbled. Connecticut comes back. Ice, you remember this? They couldn't finish close games last yeah. year, and and. and, and most of those situations were against really good teams. Right. So I realized folks might think, well, they're letting Indiana get back. And you know, Leah Boston can play, right? I mean, yeah. that's <laughs> ready to play, ready-made pro. Indiana pushes them around. The Minnesota makes a run the other night. Opening night, they couldn't score for seven minutes of the fourth quarter at Indiana. But they're finding a way to win these close games. There's no panic. And I think while it is a new system, new, uh, new system offensively, some new pieces, new coach, They've sort of carried that over, like, okay, we got this at the end of games, and they've remained poised. Yeah. I think the poise just comes down to the vets. I mean, if there's one thing that Stephanie White did is she loaded up and she got some veterans. You talk about Rebecca Allen coming off the bench. There's a huge player coming off the bench offensively and defensively that can add to the game. Um, and then, obviously, Tiffany Hayes, who's finding yeah. her way within the system. And we know Tiffany Hayes can be a prolific scorer. We know she can put up 30 at any time, but it seems like she's fitting in well with everyone else. You know, you guys have four players right now in double figures, the main four we've talked about, and then Natisha Heideman is right there at nine points per game. Um, we know that, you know, Heideman is one of our favorites personally mm -hmm. just going through the season, but I just am so happy that she stayed in Connecticut and that she has really solidified her point guard position in this league. Like she is now a point guard that has played in this league 
for the past couple of years that has played major minutes and like you mentioned had to score but also defend um and so it's really good to see her becoming a vet so to speak and only you know not not too many years like the rest of them around each other but she's grown a tremendous amount and she seems so comfortable on the floor with the rest of these veterans that have played eight nine 15 years like db i haven't jinxed her yet at the free throw line this year for what it's oh, like i better so bring that up I'm um, so glad it was going to come later. <laughs> yeah, that inside joke and Natisha was perfect at the line. I think a few games in and mentioned that to her before the game, and she missed a free throw in crunch time and gave me the the stink eye from the free throw line to, to Ice and I. Really, to yeah. me, Ice was just there next to me. Um, Literally in the real. middle of the game, just looked right at Brendan like, oh, it's the funniest yeah. thing ever. And it's funny. It, it's so funny that you bring her up against Enrique there or Sunday. I mean as somebody who does bet a lot and was on the wings getting points, I I was like watching on my phone, but at Barclays, and I could not believe the shots that Enrique was forced into. And I, mm-hmm. I wasn't giving uh, Natisha like any credit. Mm-hmm. I like all my energy was on Enrique taking bad shots. Yeah, well, they they, but, they threw doubles at Arike, and there were moments too. I think in the second half where yeah. she couldn't even get the ball. Like they were trying mm-hmm. to play her. I think Latricia Tram. I'm a fan, by the way, of these new coaches in the league too. Like yeah, Christy yeah. Sides in Indiana has is great, like great yeah. with the the media. So I, mm-hmm. that's kind of where my bite. Stephanie TV background gets it. Uh, that's yeah. been a lot of fun. And Latricia Trammell was phenomenal pregame. Um, has gotten uh, Satu Sabali taking that next step. I, I mean, Ooh, I know Asia Wilson's got that smooth lefty pull up, but Satu, I mean, that looks pretty good. Looks yeah, great. former second yeah. overall pick. So, that, and, and they've been resilient. That really, that is a tough trip in the WNBA. The schedule is is a mm-hmm. gauntlet, as we know. Yeah. No matter who you play, night to night, it's it's too tight of a league. But to go to Washington, lose the way they did, following a three point oh. shooter, and then. Two days later, play a one o'clock game at the Mohegan. They've got good home crowd. I mean, I was talking to folks after the game, and AT had said to the huddle in, in late the first half, we've got to put them away or they're going to make a run. And they've made runs all year. Minnesota, they were trailing early. They came back and won. Mystics were winning by double digits, made a comeback, made it a game. Um, it just turns out, and with all that adversity being said, with with Arike struggling, Natasha Howard was in foul trouble. They still found a way to make that yeah. a game. Uh, at the end and, and, and ice you're so right about tiffany hayes mm. has been sort of forgotten some really tough injuries that the knee injury in 21 carried over into 22 she can stay healthy gives them something i don't think they've had in this last half decade this run this this group they've assembled here a two-way guard part of that pressure on the perimeter they've had the best three-point defense in the league the first few weeks so they're still playing they're still committed on the defensive end which is important to mention because that stephanie has allowed that strength to continue but and and tiffany can just finish and and split defenders and can finish around the rim i don't and that's no disrespect to courtney williams i think courtney brought spunk brought energy but tiffany gets to the rack as good as as good as it gets at the guard position at the two position yeah Definitely Spend- an, a player, a different dimension that's needed. Mm-hmm. Mm. Spends more time on the ground than any player in the WBA. <laughs> he does. Like well, every time. The other thing too, played with DB and overseas. DB was a big fan of the move. So they've made moves oh, where the yeah. vets have all signed off. Yeah. They both played in Turkey together. And Tiffany had said in camp and right before the season got underway, DB has sort of 
taking her under her wing. Hey, this is what we do on the defensive end. The offense, they're all new to it. So for mm. DB to embrace that year 14, Alyssa, year 10, Breezy, year uh, seven or eight. I can't remember off the top of my head, but they've been, they've all bought into what the new uh, offense will look like. And they're all getting touches. Like I had said, that it's a balanced attack before the, the Dallas game. I know Natisha had a tough offensive day, but they were the only team in the league, all averaging double figures. They're starting yeah. lineup. So, yeah. Um, and it, it's been, and, and the other thing with Stephanie, and it's kind of, it's kind of wild to, to, to witness live in the moment of the game, but throwing different rotations and different lineups out there. Mm. Like there was a game they won at Washington where they finished with, Ty Harris and Beck. Uh, no, it was the Washington home opener. They finished the game with Beck Allen on the floor and Ty Harris on the floor. Heideman was on the bench mm. and that, and Tiffany Hayes was on the bench. And then they finished the game at Washington Tuesday with Hayes and Heideman on the floor. And that's just Stephanie trying to figure out, okay, what do we have? How can I establish rotations, establish patterns? Hasn't been afraid. I know their bench point production hasn't been one of the best in the league, but they've, they're trying things out. And there were a lot of moments on this past Sunday where it's AT and four reserves or yeah. Bonner and four reserves. So they're making it a point to utilize their bench. Like I said, Dijonet is getting back in the mix here. So they've, they've got some pieces. If and, yeah. and like, like the JJ trade, I know JJ was the headline. JJ's a superstar. You look at it now. Because they got a pick, which turned into Tiffany Hayes, Beck Allen, and Ty Harris. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Yeah, you know, and they've all they've all embraced their role, so the pieces fit. The pieces are fitting, Dano. And and I what? Yeah, you did say that. You said that like four games ago to me um, about the pieces fitting. Like, uh, yeah. but and I I was reminded of this by Christina Williams at the game last night, just talking about uh, teams around the league. DJNA like missed all of AU because she was hurt. So like yep. completely forgot. And I know everyone on Twitter is always like, why is she not getting any run? Like she's obviously coming back from injury. Like yeah. we got to do a better job of like speaking up about that. Um, myself included. Uh, well, and she's a, and she's a fan favorite too. We had her yeah. before the game and that's why it was kind of tough on the home fans. So where's the, where's DJNA? Where's DJNA? And she, yeah. she addressed that before the game Sunday and, had a big bright smile on her face. Like, I, I don't even know why these, this is Dijonet. I don't even know why, like they love me so much, but <laughs> she, she just, she finds it. She did this at Baylor too, as, as a yeah. sixth woman, like it went from Stanford to Baylor and found a way to come in the game and impact the game defensively. And look, it, they're six and one, but it's not going to be easy for all 10, 11 players available on any given night to just figure out a new coach and a new system. So there's going to be some, some growing pains there. And I think Dijonet might be one of the players that had to like figure it out still. Yeah. I mean, when you have one coach for just a couple of years in the league and then you have to change kind of how you play to fit a system. Yeah. It, it, it happens. It's part, it's part of being a pro and she's been a pro has been an energy and she's in ice. You know, this like Dijonet on the bench is getting everyone fired up, yeah. always standing, keeping, keeping teammates, uh, active and, and into the action so uh but i'm happy to see that she's um she was playing in crunch time minutes uh last game and also the game against indiana last tuesday minnesota got some key minutes too so they're finding their way which in to be to be six and one and still kind of finding their way is um it's a good start 
Absolutely. I think what's going to be key for them is just bench the bench, you know, going through mm-hmm. the season, obviously hoping that these veterans stay healthy, but right. That's and, you know, yeah. Can Ty Harris, can Rebecca Allen, can Dijanae, can Olivia Nelson Odota, like really get into the game and get some minutes. Right. I think she can be helpful too in that front court aspect. Um, maybe giving Bree Jones a break, right. Or a great job early. Yeah. He was in foul trouble first couple yeah. games and Olivia Nelson Odota t- leading the team in blocks has come in and, We've, we we could say this about any team with yeah. this league when you've got the 140 145 best players in the game. I know we're going to talk about expansion and really roster expansion, but when you get your shot, yeah, there are going to be opportunities and the, the depth. Uh, Alyssa Thomas doesn't stop. The engine is is in great shape. Um, <laughs> I mean, Stephanie said this a few times. Alyssa's playing 37 38 minutes a night. Is that sustainable when you get to September and October? Right. October is where you want to be when you're in, when you're in a, a finals. They're, they're still working. So like you said, the bench is important to, to alleviate um, yeah. some of the uh, playing time. Yeah. I, before we get into expansion, I want to talk about these super teams that we're seeing in the W. The only loss that Connecticut has right now is to the New York Liberty, one of those super teams that we're seeing in the league. Mm-hmm. Also, I find it interesting that these super teams are being formed through overseas connections. So you know that through the Liberty, there are several players overseas that have played with each other and that decided we're going to do the same thing. We're just going to do it in New York now. You just mentioned the same thing happened on your team with, you know, DB playing overseas, bringing players over. What do you think super teams are going to do for the W? Well, it it provides uh, buzz. It provides uh, like box office kind of uh, drama. I know Mm -hmm. those two, I was shocked to see those two teams vegas and new york play each other in the preseason which mm. uh that kind of i mean i overlooked it to be honest I mean, it's preseason i get it like they're yeah. trying to manage by jj's dealing with an injury still yeah. limits have, uh, minutes have been limited here in the early part of the year so it, that's going to take some time they, folks they don't their training camp is like a few weeks long. They're all coming yeah. in from overseas. They're you, I, I, uh, here in New England, Bill Belichick football analogy says, you know, we sometimes the Patriots use the first month of the season as an extension of the preseason. Well, that mm. couldn't be more true uh, in the W, I think. And, and like the NFL, this, this is a good NFL comp, I think. NFL, you only play 17 of these things. I mean, the W, you play 40. Right. And that's your season. So th- this Liberty team, because I, Candace, being a veteran, been there, done that, established champion, is not going to go in there and, if anything, just gives Asia Wilson something she's never had, I think. It's just mm-hmm. another established all-pro forward, yeah. and yeah. Candace plays stellar defense. So that, to me, that transition hasn't – they've played some tight games here the last couple. Indiana pushed them around a bit. That front yeah. court matchup it was really fun to watch Sunday, and I'm happy to see Indiana taking steps. Yeah. Um, but uh, this 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 New York team reminds me a lot of when the Miami Heat brought their trio together back mm-hmm. in 2010. Yeah. 11. And they were like nine and eight, eight, nine first month, month and a half of the year. And people are pushing the panic button. Can they figure it out? They had a 19 point lead against Chicago and the sky. Yeah. I did not see. I'll be honest. I didn't see this coming with the sky. I know their guards are phenomenal, but good credit to Kalia Copper, yeah. Mabry, uh, Courtney Williams embracing their roles. But the super teams are, are giving the league um, a lot of buzz. And I, I'll be, I think the other teams in the league, Connecticut, we've seen Washington a few times. They're getting kind of sick of hearing about it. I know Chicago's social teams had fun with their win yesterday, but it's good. I think it's giving these teams another. It, it, it's 
peeling off another layer of the mm-hmm. edge other stars in this league have. It's, it's another reminder. Mm-hmm. 12 teams, you only carry 11 or 12. Most teams only carry 11 because of the hard cap. It's a yeah. hard league to win. And I think we're finding out that the bottom of the league, that middle tier, so your Connecticut's, Washington, uh, and I don't, that doesn't, that's no knock on the, I'm just talking preseason now where everyone thought everyone would be like Dallas. The middle tier is catching up now at the top of the league. Yeah. Um, like Minnesota's one and six. They're not a one and six roster. They've got some, Nafisa yeah. uh, Collier has taken that next step, I think. Uh, Kurt Miller's doing a great job with that Sparks team. I'm not surprised Kurt's had success early. He knows yeah. how to get the most out of talent and players. So, uh, it's just giving everyone an extra an extra oomph, and look, and that's why this week's going to be fascinating with Vegas coming in uh-huh. a final rematch. I will say, I am a. I think it was overlooked. I think the networks missed on this. But there's three games Tuesday, and the one game that's not nationally televised is Sun Aces, which stuns mm-hmm. me. The Aces yeah. back to the building where they hoisted the trophy. Uh, and I think that proves people kind of slept on Connecticut being any good. So yeah. They're, oh, they're, they all know I, the, 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 the super team thing. I think at the end of the day, though, big picture is, is a good thing. because it's giving yeah. the league buzz and it's what you make of it. And I think that's why you can see Chicago and their yeah. social media team have fun with that comeback on uh, on Sunday. It's giving people an extra an extra boost. Yeah, I'm hoping it creates some rivalries. You know, that's whether it doesn't have to be directly Aces Liberty, but I'm hoping it creates some longstanding rivalries that we can have in the W, where it's like whenever these two teams play, we know everybody's going to sit and watch. I think we have that in other leagues. We have that in the NBA. and We have existing rivalries like Celtics-Lakers kind of thing. So I'm just hoping that it creates like a really longstanding rivalry where mm-hmm. it attracts just general basketball fans to be like, oh, we've got Aces Liberty. We've got to, we've got to tune in, guys. You know, I, I think it'll. Yeah. I, I'm hoping it'll bring that element to the W. I, I had this thought. The, I was thinking about this because, you know, I snow as I do that drive from, from the Boston area to Connecticut. So I have a lot of time to think and reflect <laughs> on life and whatever, the game. And if it's just after a broadcast, I, I gave this some thought. Of the 12 teams in the WNBA, I counted two where they didn't have a change at coach and or their best player. There's 10 teams in the league that changed their coach or change, their best player changed. I think the two that don't and I think one of them's a stretch, truly. Minnesota brought back most of their teams. Cheryl Reeves still their coach. Yep. But their best player changed. In I think Nafisa Collier is now their best player, who was out mm-hmm. most of last year with injury. Mm-hmm. New coach in Washington, Elena Del uh, Elena Deladon. They, they they were two versions of Washington, really, the last couple of years. You had the Deladon okay. Mystics, the non Deladon Mystics. Yeah. Really, the only team, though, it hasn't changed is Vegas. And that's no knock at De'Erica Hamby, what she brings to that team. But you still got your head coach, and in, in, only in year two, may I add. Yeah. And uh, Asia Wilson is their, yeah. is their best player. Plum, Gray, fill out that roster beautifully and adding Parker. But every team in the league has truly either changed their coach or their best player has changed. And, and oh, and not, not Minnesota. The other team was Atlanta. Because they brought that back, back Tanisha Wright, who's yeah. still just year two, and I think Ryan Howard is their best player. But they made pieces too to their core. So, yeah, like you mentioned, the NBA, the W had an NBA-like offseason where player mobility, the super teams included, but yeah. all those other teams too. Dallas changed their core. They brought in Natasha Howard. Connecticut, they changed their core, bringing in Tiffany Hayes, new coach. Washington, the Deladon thing I just mentioned. 
Yeah. Like that right there. Like Seattle, Jewel Lloyd, it's your team now. They're, they're still trying to figure it out. Brittany Griner's back. Yeah. Like, yeah. Across the league, everyone has made a significant change to who their, their leader is on the sidelines and who their best player is on the court. That's a really good point, Brendan. It has been. It's been a lot of shuffle, a lot of different coaches coming in. Mm -hmm. Coaches we've seen before, too, in the W that now just have head coaching positions. Um, or coaches that are only in their second year. There's a yeah. stint of coaches that are. Yeah, just and I'm not. And I, I'm not trying to say that negatively. I'm saying that like oh, we got to yeah. give. We got to give these. We got to give everyone a little time here. Yeah. Like I mentioned, like you don't Absolutely. get a long training camp. You're coming off an overseas. Like that stuff has always existed in the WNBA. Yeah. Now it's not just players moving, but the best players have all moved. Yeah. And I think the product, to me, two weeks in, the games have been super tight, I think, for that mm -hmm. reason. Because yeah. everyone is still trying to figure it out with their new regime, their new coach, or their new their new leader. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, how Dano, do you is that sunk in for you yet? Is that, is that, is that too much I feel like Dano's over there pondering, isn't he? Did you no. see that? <laughs> you know, it's funny that you, you brought up the aces and – and you said surrounded by a few names, but you didn't you didn't throw out Jackie Young, who might sorry, be sorry, I forgot Jackie. I, I was I mean, her her right now, you know. I mean, I, I'm not trying to, you know, we're gonna put this out tomorrow morning. I'm not trying to give her bulletin board material. Um <laughs> ah, come on. I tried my best to mention everybody, but I, no, that's I what know, I mean. I'm playing, we're the I'm one playing. team where the core it's, it's crazy court hasn't changed. No, yeah. I mean so, so I mean it's it's a lot of like learning for not just you know us as fans and and you know analyzing the game but like teams themselves mm. so i mean i mean it could be to your point like we were seeing a lot of early early growing pains and you know maybe maybe some nice things but these teams could look really different um a month and a half from now uh so it's exciting um and it's cool to see a lot of players get like a lot more opportunity like i think yeah. uh like Clea copper like it's 17 well, in the third quarter I, I, well, like that Courtney, and that Courtney team Vander like Sloot and candace parker and Allie quickly there, there's a lot of mouths to feed in chicago and that chicago yeah. team was all time yeah Kalia, yeah. first time now in her career where it's it's your team yeah your show your team what are you made of yeah, yeah. Dana Evans getting some minutes. Uh, oh, I think that's the sense. happiest thing for yeah. me there is to see Dana Evans. I think Dana Evans can be a really, really, really solid guard yeah. in this league. And I think last year I just was so upset that she didn't have the time. But, again, with the lineup you just gave, how could you find the time? It's so hard to pick one of those players off the court. But she's got time and space to really make her mark. Um, and I think her and Khalil work well together. And they're both two-way players. They get after it defensively, along with Rebecca Gardner, right? Like those players want to play defense in Chicago. Mm -hmm. um, expansion cities. What are, say, you know, WBA trying to expand by 2025? We've seen different articles. Mm -hmm. We know that Kathy Engelbert has mentioned it here or there. Um, give me. Here or there. Huh? Here or there. Here or there. Right. Yeah, the t I know there's been a couple thrown around. I thought the Toronto exhibition game was, was awesome. I think a team mm -hmm. in Toronto would be great. Um, there's a lot of big basketball fans in Canada who uh, love the product that the crowd in, a, in, a, in of itself uh, was great. I thought the marketing uh, was, was good to get, mm. to get people out to the game. Oakland Silicon Valley would be good. I know there's a lot of teams on that West swing with uh, not a lot, but like, well, it's not a lot period. There's 12. So, but like Oakland to me with the momentum, the warriors have, have, have established in the NBA. There's, there's an audience there for yeah. sure. Uh, those are two that I, that I think, are 
easy no-brainers. Uh, Philadelphia too would be great. Uh, ice, you can you can uh, sink your teeth into 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 the Philadelphia team, whatever it may be, because um, there's a lot of really good high school talent that comes out of there. Um, it would, and you mentioned rivalries, like that would form some rivalries in Washington, New York, New York. Yeah. Philadelphia. For sure. Uh, those, are, those are three. Toronto, I put Oakland, but more so like like maybe when the Oakland A's move, they can put the WNBA team where they're gonna, you know, when they blow up that stadium, whatever they end up doing with it. And then mm-hmm. uh and then the and then Philadelphia. Those are the three to me that, that, that jump out. Okay, this so you give great. logical reasons, but like what about like what what would Brendan want in his perfect world and say you get great fans in these cities, but just like what cities you're like, oh, I love that place. Um, oh, you want me to be selfish? Be well, yeah. Son yeah. Play like, that, cause you know where he's from and you know what he's, I know. Say. Yeah, I, well, I, I, I mean, would love for the son to move to Boston. God, the of, it, Dan, oh, change no. the name, change no. the team name. Okay. I'm not going to do that. Cause I, I work for the team and I'm happy with Connecticut and I love the Mohegan sun. Yeah, but if you, they ever want to go to TV garden for like chaos. 15 games, it would help oh, my car mileage. I'm in. Oh, that'd be so fun. Yeah, um, I don't know why they don't like. I mean, uh, I think about what well, Beaver. I mean, I know they they're forced into it with like uh, construction and everything. But they played games all over the place in Indianapolis. So, um, yeah, we I mean, should venture out. Let the Liberty play. Well, I and mean, Joe, so I would not like Liberty playing in Madison Square Garden. But, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Um, okay. So, like, all right. Let's just not say Boston, but you know, other cities that Brendan loves. I just want to know what Brendan likes. Sorry. While Brendan's um, thinking, um, I did a show on Amazon Prime the other day, WNBA, Expansion Cities. Those were legitimately like three cities. And we had not talked about this before, but I gave you Oakland, Philly. I promise Ooh. you. I just said, I just said Bay Area and I said San Fran, Oakland, whatever. Huh. That was legitimately yeah. my three. Yeah. Well, see, we haven't missed a beat. I know. I know. <laughs> no, but Dano, I actually think those like I mean, Philly, I mean, I have friends in Philly that are Sixers fans. They've got a lot of basketball. I think basketball in Philly is just, I do, I do genuinely mean that. I think Philly, I, and I like Philly as much as I rag on Philly and they bother me. Um, team in Florida, maybe, I don't know. Um, Miami. Mm. Miami would be fun. Miami would be fun. Yeah. I'd, move, I'd move there in a heartbeat. <laughs> I mean, I know Florida's got some problems, uh, you know, but still. Uh, would be or Udonis Haslam will have their back. Udonis Haslam, yeah. uh, he's got he's he's got it. it would be the, like we need the Udonis like Udonis Haslam of the W to uh, yeah yeah <laughs> handle that that's, situation. That's definitely one of mine. Um, like in my perfect world, Miami, mm-hmm. uh, Boston wasn't on mine. Um, and it shouldn't be. It really wasn't on mine either. Like you kind of yeah. went there. So yeah. I, I was just like, I was embracing that bring up. So uh I Dallas, they're just like the Cowboys. They play in Arlington. So yep. it's you know, it is what it is, but you know, a lot of history in, in Houston, Texas. Not like I'd, I don't, I mean I may move back there at some point in life. Um, but it's a city that raised me, most diverse city in, in the US in like ten years, I think it's projected. Um, huge city, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be horrible. against like if New York added a second team. Oh like, my god! Be, like I, I know, like that's not Philly, right? Yeah, basically, yeah. Uh, yeah. that's, not, be like, that's expansion because the idea of expansion is just to create more opportunities for players, right? Sure. So I think two teams in Texas or two teams yes. in California or two teams in New York would be. Um, 
would be a lot of fun. It'd be hard with the with the market, and I'm sure like a Liberty would be opposed. But yeah, yeah but then I mean, they can duke it out and say who's the best team in New York. Right? That's yeah. healthy banter. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I just think Joe Side doesn't want two battles. <laughs> uh, I well, I, my counter to that would be I do some lacrosse mm. as well. He owns mm. he owns two franchises now in the National Lacrosse oh. League. He owns one in Vegas, and he owns one. In San Diego. Oh, oh, yeah. There you go. Like the Pagulas own multiple teams in lacrosse, too. They've got multiple business entities uh, yeah. in Rochester and Buffalo. And I'm, I use the I use lacrosse because a lot of teams in the W, this was the case with Connecticut. They had a lacrosse team under the Mohegan tribe a few years mm. ago. The, the uh, Dallas Wings and the Fort Worth team in, in lacrosse, they share the same. Uh, we, we have friends that are with that organization that have folks that run both teams from a marketing mm-hmm. ticketing perspective. So it can, um, it's been done. Wait, is uh, the PLL's moving to like city by city now, right? Next year. Yeah. They're, yeah. they've narrowed down a big list of places, but they haven't established that yet. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. So obviously Houston, um, Austin has a special place in my heart. Uh, I think a city would thrive there just based on, the people and i mean i think that we've seen a lot of a lot of uh success with austin mm-hmm. fc people people show out um but i love portland gotta show love to the uh i think it's called the sports mm-hmm. bra the uh the sports bar that shows women's sports um gotta make it out there i love portland yeah um, maybe too close to seattle but uh would love a little rivalry there uh mm-hmm. bring the sonics back too while you're at it um yeah. Anyways, uh, hopefully, though, first yeah. and foremost is roster expansion, because that oh, to me sure. is you're still you're, you're accomplishing not entirely the same thing, but it's a step because you can give these like the last couple of years, first round picks being out of the league is I think it's a it's a bad I don't want to say bad look, but it's a mm. I guess bad. Bad looks too strong, but it's like it kind of gives you a, a bad taste in your mouth. Taste, like really yeah. like a top five pick in the league is out of the league. It, it just doesn't seem there's a missing gap there, right? For a developmental yeah. purposes. Yeah. Um, well, but, but, but the point being is if you can carry more on your roster, you can develop them. Yeah. In practices and have practice players, uh, a practice squad. If you yeah, yeah. absolutely be paying for that. Right. Yeah. I know, think, like, I feel like my argument to that is I, I would prefer more teams because okay. you want to see those players play. Yes. Right, like if we Agreed. have a fifteen-person roster and we have um, Alexis Morris, who's fifteenth, you know, on Connecticut, a team that's already got maybe three point guards, like then you're like, I'm never going to see my, you know, recent favorite college player play possibly. Yeah. Um, so my argument for that would just be if you're going to extend the roster, then you're gonna, then you're kind of hoping that people play, and it's hard to play a fifteen-person roster. I mean, there are twelve, eleven or twelve in the W, and we still don't get to see sometimes nine, ten, eleven, or twelve in games. Right. Um, but I like the cities that you picked. Dan, I actually like the cities that you picked. I, I'm not. I'm a fan of um, Texas getting a couple more cities because it's spread out. We know that there's basketball culture in Texas um, mm-hmm. from the college standpoint, obviously in the pro level. Um, Brendan, before we get you off, I want to ask you your biggest, uh, boldest prediction for the W season. Since we're a month in and you've seen all the teams, um, I'm going to give you a second while I answer and give you mine. You think of yours. Uh, my prediction is that the Mystics will be in the playoffs. They will be in the finals. Uh, I oh, think that yeah. the Myst- I think the Mystics are it. I think that their defense is it. I think that despite these super teams oh. that we're seeing and the teams that care about scoring, they care about defense. 
Yeah. Um, and, if, and if EDD can stay healthy, um, I'm not sure who's going to stop the most efficient player in the game right now. It's a good, uh, it's a good one. They're going to. I, I got to say something. I sold all my all my Mystic stock this weekend. I sold it all. I've seen enough. <laughs> I that not the roster. It isn't it. They they don't have enough shooters. Um, it just it's not it. Offense is clunky. I they should feed. Shakira and EDD mm. running mm. through them every play, but it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't watch that offense that much longer. And uh, Ariel Atkins has been better. I think she had not been shooting it all that well but, the first but, couple of weeks. But is have we seen her ceiling already? Like, I mean, like, is mm. she what is she is she gonna do more than like what she's capable of? Like that we've seen the last seasons. Like, I don't think we've seen her take uh, leaps and bounds and I'm a big area I can span. I'm not saying like, this is, it's not a bad thing you're yeah. saying. Um, and I mean, they're, that player is asked to do so much on the defensive side of the ball as well. Um, mm. I just think they give up some size too, like a, a three spot. I don't know. I just don't, I'm not liking what I've seen. I know Gabe's been on, on me about my mystics takes, but, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just, I'm going to shoot down your take and you know, maybe I'm the idiot for selling the stock right now. I feel like, you know, it's early. I know. I know. I know. I should be buying right now, but I'm not. <laughs> I sound um, by. I sound biased because it kind of connects, and it's sort of like I. One of the two super teams won't be in the finals. Yeah. I mean, one of the super super team. One of the two super teams won't be in the final. I think that the like I said, the middle of the league. I think is now not has caught up where it's still close in a best of three in the first round or a best of five in the in the second round. It's I, our semifinals. Uh, I, mm. I don't, I think it's, I think those other teams are being a little overlooked. Connecticut, Washington. Mm. I, I think Dallas can, we'll, we'll figure it out. I do. Natasha Howard wins wherever she goes. Sobley mm. is really those three teams, Connecticut, Washington, Dallas, it's health, health in a lot of cases, getting their systems. Chicago. Um, Who knows? In place. Chicago. I don't I did not. I, I'll be honest. I didn't see it coming with Chicago, so I, oh, I apologize. Me I think they're going to be hanging. They're going to be in the mix. So very much like these NBA playoffs and what we've seen. I think there's going to be a team that yeah. squeezes in, and it, it, I won't. I will. I'm saying it now. I will in June, early June. I will not be shocked if one of those teams gets knocked out early. Yeah, Vegas. I might be, but New New York. New York's got time. They've got a lot of time to figure it out. But I think it's more open than what we were led to believe. I, I never will. believed it because I work for a team, right? But what <laughs> um, the perception. Mm. Yeah. Uh, completely understand. I completely agree. Yeah. And that's I what you, at the end of the day, you only, as Ice kind of said, you only play seven to eight, seven to nine players uh, every night, usually most teams mm. on a regular basis. And there's one ball. And for 40 minutes, yeah, I don't, yeah, I think I think it's more open than folks believe. So that's a that's a cheesy or that's a easy way out of it for a take. Yeah, well, I'd we love, bring you I'd back. I'd love on. to say Connecticut wins their first title. I think they're on their way. But um, mm-hmm. I have I have I have two last things. Okay, I have two last things. One, yep. I wanted to apologize for, to for the Celtics. Um, I'm sorry about that. I'm not. Uh, why are we going there with this? I'm not. I, like, I've moved I'm not. on. I'm tr- this I'm time like, last year I was all heat, and this time this year I'm still all heat. Okay, I just want to get that out the way because I didn't. I didn't send my condolences. Um, I should have. But, 
thank you, but I've moved. I'm trying to. Every people keep bringing this up to me. I'm like, I'm trying to get over this thing. I love the Sam Cassell hire for the record. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, um. All right. But but real last question. Yeah. How good should I be feeling about owning an Alyssa Thomas plus five thousand MVP, MVP ticket? Is is that not ridiculous? Like looking now where it's like plus 500, is that not like in, in what, two weeks? How long has this season been going on? Two, three? Two weeks. Six? Yeah, two weeks. just about. Yeah. All days. Yeah. I mean, she's is, great. is it plausible? I think she's cut her turnovers down. Mm -hmm. uh, you don't know on any given night. And she still turns the ball over, but when you have the ball so often, it happens. Yeah. Double doubles now in 10 of her last 12 going back to the, the playoff run. But the double-double, and we've, we've seen this with Jokic in the NBA too, like the double-double is – it's impacting winning. Um, can impact the game on a night. And that and, the, and that's where the balanced scoring comes into play. Alyssa Thomas doesn't have to score to have uh, – to make her presence felt. So it starts with her. They go as she goes. I think you should be feeling ecstatic about it. But if Chicago and they and I will say this, while I do think Washington can be, I almost said Chicago. If Washington is dangerous at the end, that to me means Deladon has taken yeah. a step. Austin has been phenomenal. Probably right now the favorite to be most improved player in the league. Yeah, too, uh, but yeah. I say all that though. Uh, Connecticut did beat them twice early, so that could be a that could be a separator for for Alyssa's sake. Yeah. And going into this week, I know this is coming out Tuesday morning. If you're the if you're the Connecticut Sun, I know you're happy at six and one. But if you end up being six and three by Friday, it takes some wind out of their sails. So they got to find a way to split these. And I'm fascinated by what it's going to look like. This is a real measuring stick week. Mm -hmm. So, Dano, get back to me Friday because if if, it's, if 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 Alyssa has give me a prediction for tomorrow. Give me one. I mean, at least the first game. I mean, I I. I was fully on, oh, this is a good game for the Aces to write the ship cover spread again. But then I, I completely forgot about the Aces hoisting a trophy at Bohegan angle. Like, that's yeah. – are the players going to be fired up for that? Oh, of course they will. Um, I will say this, too. I think the fact that they got pushed around this weekend, Indiana almost beat them. Yeah. Our friend uh, yep. Ice Tarika, your cousin <laughs> – I should, yep. you're my friend, your cousin, <laughs> Tarika Foster Brasby. We had the game on uh, afterwards at a restaurant watching the game. And I'm like, if you're Connecticut, you, 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 you want Vegas winning this game. I think it's, it sets up for a bigger spot. Undefeated aces. Yeah. Yeah. You know, both teams have six wins. Tarika's like, come on now. Let's start a losing streak. Like, they, they, let's make it three straight losses. They lose Sunday. They lose two in Mohegan Sun. I'm like. Well, that's one way of putting it, but I think you yeah. wake up a sleeping giant if they lose a game to – as much as I love what they're doing in Indiana, um, you lose to a, a rebuilding team, that can wake up a team. So yeah. Vegas is going to come ready to play. Candace – the, the aces themselves and then Candace, the fits she presented with those Chicago teams the last mm. few years – I, but I think Connecticut is going to play there right with them. They, I think mm -hmm. they've got peace. They've got shooting. Their shooting is so much more improved. Uh, defensively, they're bringing it as they normally do. I think we're going to get two really good games. Um, and I think it's yes. going to be a split. I think it's going to be a split. I'd be and happy with the split. If I was a Sun fan, I'd be happy with the split if I was an Aces fan. But Tuesday, juices will be flowing. Does, and there's always that debate, right? Does Connecticut come out? 
scorching hot because they're motivated or is it like, Oh, like you're almost too fired up ice. You can give the perspective yeah. of a player. Like, are you too fired up where you yeah. psych yourself out? Yeah. Um, so I think we're going to have a, it's going to be a fascinating week. Uh, come, I'm, I'm on the predictions business. You know, I see I know. the game, all the game. Come on. Man. I know. I know. I know. I just, I, I, I love your angles. I love your analysis. And I also love your calls. Everyone, Thanks, you know, league pass, get on it. Um, hey, need league pass to, Tuesday. We're on prime first, Thursday, but league pass, first, for, you know, the finals rematch is on league pass. First person to DM me after this comes out in the morning. If you listen to this entire episode, First person DM me and you don't have League Pass, I'll send you $25 so you can get League Pass oh. and listen to Brendan call this game. Um, very excited for it. Can't miss uh, can't miss League Pass action. With Did your Brendan wallet grow when you were in Paris? That's so generous of you. Uh, yeah, those those heat Eastern Conference Finals features uh, features really oh. came through. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> gotta and help. You're, and you're just a nice guy. So. Yeah, got just gotta help love grow you. the game, grow the W. Oh, you I guys are favorite. Yeah, Brendan, thanks so much for hopping on and joining us. It's always yes. great to talk to you. We will circle back towards the end of the season, playoff Please. time, have you on again, and we will Please. talk about some of these eh, predictions and see where we're at. Dan, are you gonna make your way to Connecticut this year? Uh, I'll, I'll take everything in me. Not <laughs> like I. That's a. Nice I cannot. One. I cannot spend time in that casino. I have never won money. Uh, I don't think I've ever won a bet. Just come to the game. Yes. He can't come without betting. It's not a thing. No, I can. I can. Um, I will. I I will be there for a Liberty game this year. Mm. Commitment to you, Brandon, as long as we can go get lunch afterwards. That's all I want. Nice lunch. Of course. Uh, Some tacos. Might be dinner. Might be a seven o'clock game. But Awesome. Thank you so much, man. We love you. I'm holding you to that. Absolutely. Better. All right. Thanks for having me, guys. Awesome. Uh